Welcome to the Not So Famous Podcast. Hello. <laughs> That's Emily. That's Caroline. Hey. What's up, everyone? How's everyone feeling? <laughs> it is confirmed the Rock... Wait, is it confirmed? I think that the Rockettes are performing. Well, I have a friend who is working on, like, the Broadway shows mm-hmm. for the Macy's. Is it Macy's Day Parade or Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Because I've been saying Macy's Day Parade. Macy's Day. <laughs> it's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's so funny. <laughs> Macy's Day. Okay, but when you look at Macy's Day Parade, things come up. Like, I'm sure they do. I mean, like, it's not... People say, call it Macy's Day Parade. Right, really? People also ask, Macy's Day Parade canceled 2020? Is the Macy's Day Parade still on? Can I bring a chair to the Macy's Day Parade? Where can I watch the Macy's Day Parade? <laughs> so I didn't just come up with this. Okay. Well, they, like, pre-recorded all of, like, the, you know, when the Broadway shows come out to do, like, a song. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure they've pre-recorded, like, all of those. Oh, already? hmm Okay. Which makes sense. Yeah, perfect. Good. But I'm excited. Me too. Oof. I'm so I, excited for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so excited that like I can wake up, watch the Macy's Day Parade, I'll help my mom cook. Mm-hmm. And it like I don't have to put on like nice clothes. Don't have to leave like I don't have oh. to leave. We don't have to leave like three hours before we eat the actual turkey and yeah. you're just sitting at somebody's house and you're yes. like Yes. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's bring this baby out. Yeah. <laughs> let's bring this baby out. Are you ready for the weekly debrief? Yes, I am. What am this I not week, ready? This week has been a little wild. Okay. So I think the biggest thing that's been happening this week mm-hmm. is Dixie and Charlie drama. I know. It's that really is, been like consuming me for some it's reason. Like I've been all over it. And Okay, so Dixie and Charlie put out a like a dinner with the D'Amelio's video, and it was um, the the food was made by a personal like chef or like mm-hmm. a whatever, and a, apparently a part of the the bit was that they made Dixie try snails mm-hmm. and she threw up, and people are like, she is the rudest person I've ever met, like a child. She's so rude. And, like, Trisha Paytas has been, like, uh, this going whole, after these girls. This whole situation was yeah. so blown out of proportion. It truly was. That and I'm like, who has the time? Dude, I know. And Charlie said, was like, how cool would it be if I hit 100 million on the one-year anniversary of me hitting 1 million? Mm-hmm. Which I think that'd be pretty fucking cool. Like, that's a that's, cool thing. Like, yeah. And, and so, so people are now like, oh, she only sees us as numbers she doesn't <laughs> care about us uh, this whole situation okay let me let me collect my thoughts one i think that video well, okay one first of all it's known that that chef is a, a family, family friend. friend yeah mm-hmm. so he even he was caught by paparazzi and he was like <laughs> i love the girls like i was not offended please stop <laughs> like i love them mm-hmm. like, and two 
I'm sure that that video that video was meant to be funny. Yeah, I'm sure they were meant to be like, oh my god, this food. You don't pick snails as a food and expect to like them. Yeah, especially 19 and 16 year old girls. Don't get me wrong, I do like escargot. I think it's good, but like only if it's like slathered in butter and, and garlic, and I have bread to eat it with. Uh-huh. But like but regardless, that's something you work up to. Like if you're <laughs> a, like if you're a picky eater in general, mm-hmm. you're not gonna fucking like a snail. And I also think that they were playing it up for yeah. the video. It wouldn't be the video if they were just like, "Oh, yes, yeah, is good." Next, <laughs> <laughs> literally, and like so. My opinion is I've noticed that once someone has been like, oh, these people are terrible on TikTok, like Trisha Paytas made that video, people out of nowhere then started saying, oh, they're both so rude. They're all this shit. Like, there's this one TikToker that I don't even want to say her, like, username. Mm -hmm. She fucking had Dixie, Charlie D'Amelio as a background and goes... Charlie D'Amelio sucks, and I'm glad everybody is seeing it. This woman is in her 30s saying this. Again, again, like, it's it's also the age, too. It's right? all these She's adults. 16. And it's over the stupidest thing. So stupid. Now I've been seeing a ton of people being like, not y'all supporting Trisha Paytas, who hailed Hitler the other day, who... <laughs> says that she's transgender who has done blackface said the n-word you know what a bunch of creators are doing now what fucking they found a bunch of videos and and sounds of trisha singing songs Mm -hmm. that have the n-word in it yeah her saying it Mm -hmm. and they're like dancing to it and and they're like oh you never said the n-word huh Mm -hmm. and they've like pulled up a bunch of videos of her like there was one video who's like she did the logan paul podcast where she said i was never actually addicted to um suntan <laughs> just watching this before yeah. we started mm-hmm. and people and then <laughs> she recently was like i didn't do blackface i was really addicted to suntanning and all this shit and it's like girl what's up with this video then like mm-hmm. and then people but- were like oh that she said this like 10 years ago 10 years ago she was in her 20s mm-hmm. you should know then yep mm-hmm and there was also one where she, it was, I think she just posted it today, actually, that she said she was calling Charlie and Addison and all of them for dancing to the N-word. And Trish oh, yeah. is like, well, I said it like 10 years ago and I apologize, but I don't dance to it like continuously. So she was saying how her saying it was just as bad as them dancing to it and not yeah. saying it. Because she was trying to make the argument of them like shushing, mm-hmm. which I think that like... <laughs> That's kind of stupid yeah. itself, you know, like, yeah. it, whatever. But she was like, why aren't they just saying it then? Like, if they're shushing it. Like, she was trying to make that argument of them doing, like, the shush motion is mm-hmm. just as bad as saying it. Mm-hmm. Which and, is just not the truth. <laughs> and every, uh like, at this point, I'm like, I cannot even watch any TikToks that Trisha makes now. I can't. Because all she's doing is just making herself the victim yeah. like she can't do no wrong because she, oh she already apologized for yes it. and people are like oh she's so self-aware okay just because you're self-aware of the bad things you're doing doesn't mean the bad things you're doing are not bad and i think that's why i get like so angry about it it's because from what i have been seeing seeing most of the comments are supporting her yes 
And which makes <sighs> no sense to me, especially when we've had Jewish creators saying that she's being anti-Semitic. We've had a black creator saying that she's a racist. Like we, we have these real life people being like, no, she's not good. I know. And it's all she's doing now. Yes. And she's trying to be like, woke, calling out these people when Dixie and Charlie D'Amelio are children. I'm sorry, at 19, you're a child still, mm-hmm. you know, like 22, me, I'm a child. Like, I, I can't take care of myself alone, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, like, give it up, girl, give it up, but give I, it a rest. Like, I'm really not willing to forget everything that she's done in the past just because she can, she says, oh, Charlie D'Amelio is a brat. Like, mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I don't know. I hope it ends soon. I just hope she stops right? that soon. Because then she had Charlie D'Amelio go on live and started crying about it because mm-hmm. people are sending her death threats. People are being like, oh, you need to cut yourself. You need to die. Like, she's 16. Yeah. And also, like, people have been like, oh, I'm 14 and I I never do that. I'm sorry, but when you're 16 and in a year you get 100 million followers, mm-hmm. I don't know how to act. You know? Like, yeah. And like, if if Trisha really has a problem with them, go, go to her house and go face-to-face. Go speak to her. You know what I mean? Like, don't yeah, go posting all this stuff on social exactly. media. But, like, why is it even Trisha Paytas's problem? Like, exactly. what is... Exactly. Why does she feel the need? And I saw this one TikTok. Damn, I wish I could find it. Because mm-hmm. I'd really love to, like, credit her with this. But she was like, y'all are not her these two girls parents like right 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 it's like let it's the parents like parent that like, it, trisha's acting like they're directly attacking trisha right she's getting offended at things that mm-hmm. have nothing to do with her. like why are you right? mad that they didn't like the dinner oh it's just <laughs> the stupidest situation like why it are we even so like stupid. talking about it and people are getting upset that this girl threw up like i texted you yesterday i took two advils and threw up <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> Like, if I thought about it hard enough, thinking about it, I could throw up right now. Mm -hmm. Like, people fucking throw up. Sorry, I will stand up for this girl because Mm -hmm. I throw up so much. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to. I hate it. (laughs) My body, body, like you texted me, like, one thing touches my stomach and it's like, I don't want that here. (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Yeah. Oh my god, it's, it's just, just a dumb situation, and I'm like, why? It's so dumb. It's all over my page now. I can't it's get out of here. it. I can't. And now, for some reason, all other TikTokers and influencers feel a need to say who they're siding exactly. with. And I'm like, what? What are we doing yeah. here? <laughs> you doing know, here? Um, that guy Noah Miller, I think. On um, he's the blonde guy on TikTok. Mm, I and don't remember the name. his name is like N Mills or something. Like, you've definitely seen his TikToks before. Right, right. He like posted one, and it was like Trisha Paytas waking up to make fun of uh, <laughs> a sixteen-year-old girls as a thirty-year-old, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Wow, ageism is really unbecoming of you." She did not say that. She did, and how is that ageism? I'm sorry. Him saying that you're thirty. Is ageism? I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> like, I don't understand. 
The same with fucking Keemstar. How are these like grown adults getting in the business? I know. Of teenagers. I know. That's like when like in high school, like a, a girl's mom is gets herself involved and her daughter's drama. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I cannot. You don't I need cannot. to be here. You don't. Also, <laughs> you'll like this. Um Charlie went on live <laughs> to like defend herself. She cried. Yeah. And um, she called out Trisha Paytas. Mm-hmm. Abby Lee Miller is in the fucking comments of this live being like, your haters are your bigger, biggest advocators. Don't let them get you down. Like, shit like that. Like, No way. Yes. You know, that's another thing. This is off topic, but I've seen this a lot on Justin Bieber's Instagram lives a lot. Some random, I don't even know if they're influencers, but verified accounts will be like in the comment section of the of the live and just say the most weirdest things and i always always so confused by that like what what are you doing i think it's like so people click on there yeah i think it's like promo for them but i I think it's the weirdest thing but the fact that abby was in her live that's so funny isn't it hilarious more tiktok drama but from earlier in the week Mm -hmm. um Addison and Bryce posted a TikTok where Bryce like flexes in front oh, of yeah. her face. And I think her name is Quen Blackwell. Mm-hmm. Duetted the video of her like in a fetal position screaming. <laughs> and people, for some reason, uh-huh. really was like, You're a terrible friend. How dare you? This is not funny. Get out of the relationship. And well, okay. I just think Wait, it's I funny. Was, I thought. That TikTok was so funny, but I think it's hilarious. Was her reaction because she didn't like it or she did like it? I think it's because she doesn't like Bryce. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. E- because she's not a terrible fans. friend. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> because um her fans, like Quinn's fans, were like, break them up, please. <laughs> like, stop what is she this. gonna do? Like, she's screaming. Come on. Like, I remember this was a huge thing, too. And people were like, apologize. Mm -hmm. She was like, for what? (laughs) Oh, that was another thing. People were, like, demanding that Dixie and Charlie apologize. And Dixie was like, you want me to apologize for not liking snails? Sorry. Sorry, For making a funny video? Like, come on. Because, sorry, I'm going back to that because I'm just remembering, like, things that things in it because yeah. now trisha was going after james charles too yes because he was like you're not gonna sit here and say that i'm grooming charlie d'amelio i'm gonna that's what she up. said she was uh-huh. saying that it's creepy for him to be hanging out with them it's creepy for you to keep talking, talking about, about them about every them. single second of yeah. the day and oh he my gosh. he went on his instagram stories and was like i became their friend because i i, I viewed myself as a mentor to them because like them I came into the business, quote unquote, super fast Mm -hmm. and out of nowhere. So I wanted to help them. And he was like, I'm friends with the whole family. James isn't even that much older than that. He's 21. Dixie's 19. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's not clicking in my head. It it makes no fucking sense. (laughs) I have on here in the notes... Mm -hmm. um, why do TikTokers take themselves so fucking seriously? Like, why Bryce and then Griffin Johnson fucking got involved with um, the Quen and Addison Bryce drama. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that she's a terrible friend and all this shit. And it's like, can y'all not make fun of yourselves for a little bit? Like, 
why do they take themselves so seriously? Have you noticed know. that? Yeah. Like, fucking Ariana Grande was like, TikTokers, stop going to Saddle Ranch. And Bryce yeah. was like, you're doing this for publicity, man. <laughs> like, who are you? I know. They think so highly of themselves. It's they embarrassing. They really do. It makes no sense. You know what? We're... <laughs> <laughs> Why did they become famous? That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm like... Like, why the hell did Bryce Hall, out of nowhere, get famous? Also, I'm really heated about this now. Because people were saying how... Um, I just fucking bent my nail. Um, people were saying that this Dixie and Charlie stuff is, like, rooted in um, misogyny. Oh, my God. Oh, I think I did see that. Because Bryce Hall quite literally punched a waiter. Mm-hmm. Tony Lopez DM'd underage girls, and he still has a platform. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm sorry, Zoe Laverne. Is she still? She's still out here. She posted another TikTok, and she had her phone in her phone case in the TikTok, and that little boy is in her phone case. So, instead of attacking these two girls for not liking snails and dicks and Charlie wanting to get a hundred million followers mm-hmm. why don't we fucking get this pedophile off the platform yeah i don't know i, I feel like <laughs> if this year has taught anyone anything it'd be that there are bigger problems in the world than just this drama so many bigger problems so Dude, why don't you focus your if you really want to focus on drama like that why don't you focus your attention on some bigger issues yeah all I'm saying is that if we were famous, we would never. We would never. Please get us famous. Please. <laughs> when we do become famous, we change the podcast name to. We are so famous. Fam- <laughs> <laughs> okay. We all are right. famous. All right. I think I've said all my truth. Yeah, on that. I'm done with that. I uh, I needed to yell for a little bit, and there I, I did it. Okay, so Dolly Parton. Donated a hundred million dollars, not a hundred million, sorry, one million dollars <laughs> to COVID research and to yeah. find a vaccine, which is fucking awesome. That's amazing. I um, love her. The people saying that are doing the memes of Jolene, but the they're using the word vaccine instead. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's really funny. Impeccable, but that's that's really good. Dolly Parton single handedly saving saving this year. Saving the world. She's, she's coming out there for us okay <laughs> so shark boy and llama girl are is getting a sequel i think it is mm-hmm. Taylor Taylor is not gonna be playing shark boy is he dumb is he dumb he's so dumb because my guy what are what else are you doing he's not doing anything else anything else i don't does he even have an instagram i don't even think don't he know. does i don't know but it's like, uh, sorry, I'm not going to watch it if Taylor Lautner's not in it. Especially if there's a baby. I don't need that. They have a kid. Oh, they're parents now? Yeah. No interest. I'm all right with Honestly, it. Honestly, I, I did like Shark Boy and Lava Girl like back in the day. Yeah, but now I'm like, okay. It wasn't anything special. It wasn't no Spy Kids. I could tell you that. I don't think I've ever seen Spy Kids <gasps> fall through. Shut the fuck up. I've seen, like, I've seen the part with the thumbs, and that part, I'm always like, that's that's weird. That's weird. Add it to the list! It's <laughs> weird. Okay, so Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is also getting a reboot. Yeah, they already did it. Reunion, you know how... What was it? Um, the, the lady that plays the aunt 
Oh, yeah, they replaced um, Antlers. Right, like, there was beef there. And yeah. they brought back both of them, both of them. and they, mm-hmm. like, made... Yeah. Um, what's the word? They, they squashed. They, they squashed their beef. <laughs> they squashed their beef. <laughs> yes, they did. So, um... The Rockefeller Christmas tree has also been getting a lot of traction <laughs> because of how scrimpy it looks. Yes, but I have to, I was like, okay. Let that bitch fall for a little bit. Let it settle. And also, apparently those trees look like that every single year and they yeah. add extensions to it. Oh, I didn't know that. I just saw today, this guy was like outside of it telling these people and there was like the extensions on the ground. He was like, this happens every year. You put the extensions in and it's all good to go. That makes sense. So it's going to look like a normal tree, it's- but- yeah. It'll be fine. It was so funny because I, even before all the memes started, before people started seeing it, I saw it on the news or something, and I was like, what is that? It looked, <laughs> just looked like a branch. <laughs> so Taylor Swift has been in the news again because mm-hmm. I think her old masters were bought from Scooter Braun, mm-hmm. which I also saw that she's now in the process of re-recording all of her masters. Yeah, I think it was, like, a date that she, it was, like, after this date, she could start recording, mm-hmm. re-recording yeah. her masters. Um, but something happened, I remember she released a statement about it. Yeah, okay, so, oof, this is what she says. She says, I wanted to check in and update you guys. As you know, for the past year, I've been actively trying to regain ownership of my master records. Recordings, sorry. Mm-hmm. With that goal in mind, my team attempted to enter into negotiations with Scooter Braun. Scooter's team, <coughs> Scooter's team wanted me to sign an ironclad NDA stating I would never say another word about Scooter Braun unless it was positive before we can even look at the financial records of BMLG, which is always the first step in a purchase of this nature. So I would have to sign a document that would silence me forever before I can even have a chance to bid on my own work. My legal team said that it was absolutely not normal and they've never seen an NDA like this presented unless it was to silence an assault accuser by paying them off. (laughs) He would never even quote my team a price. These master recordings were not for sale to me. A few weeks ago, my team received a letter from a private equity company called Shamrock Holdings letting us know that they have bought 100% of my music, video, and album art from Scooter Braun. This is the second time my music has been sold without my knowledge. The letter told me that they wanted to reach out before the sale to let me know, but that Scooter Braun had required that they made no contact with me or my team or the deal would be off. As soon as we started communications with Shamrock, I learned that under the terms, Scooter Braun will continue to profit off my old music catalog for many years. I was hopeful and open to the possibility of a partnership with Shamrock, but Scooter's participation is a non-starter for me. I've recently begun re-recording my older music, and it has also has already proven to be both exciting and cre- creatively mm-hmm. f- fulfilling. I have plenty of surprises in store. I want to thank you guys for supporting me on this ongoing saga, and I can't wait for you to hear what I've been dreaming up. I love you guys, and I'm going to keep cruising, as they say, Taylor. P.S. For transparency and clarification, I have included the letter I... S- the letter of response I sent on October 28th, 2020 to the private equity group who purchased my music. 
Um, and then in that letter, she just basically says that I, since Scooter will be making money, I can't partner with you. Yeah. I don't know. Scooter has been shady ever yeah. since. Uh, I don't. I just don't understand how. Like, how did that happen? What? How her music got sold to him? Yeah. It was her. Her original company that owned it all. Mm-hmm. Got bought out by him. So it was sort of like, like out of her control. That feels so dumb, though. That. I don't know. Yeah. Like, that just feels like, regardless of who owns, like, that is her creative work. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. I just, I thought he was shady ever since Madison Beer. Yeah, left. he really fucked her up. I want to know what happened with yeah. that. I read somewhere that um, he, he himself created that whole persona of Madison, of the internet not liking Madison Beer. Because she left, so he, like, blacklisted her, basically. Really? Yeah. Uh, It's also interesting, because Mm -hmm. they made her seem like she was found by Justin Bieber. Like, they had a whole thing for her. And And she she left. And Yeah. Okay. So, Candace Owens, who is a woman that I hate. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know who Candace Owens is? I didn't know prior to all this happening. Okay, so uh, as we talked about last week, Harry Styles is the first man to be on the cover of Vogue alone, and he was in dresses, which has been a controversy in itself because people are saying that he's a white cis man and he is like taking credit for a lot of things that black and like people of color have done before him, mm-hmm. which I think that is an argument and it's like completely valid, but Candace Owens on the other hand is just being a fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she's basically saying that he's not a real man and all this shit for wearing a dress. She's making fun of him. So now like a whole bunch of like male celebrities have been posting photos in dresses mm-hmm. and Logan Paul out that's of nowhere, so surprising that was he like, stepped in. He was like, no, that is a man. I think that's so fucking cool. And then like, all of his okay, friends Logan. on the podcast were like, no, that's so stupid. And he was like, no, man, that is cool. Which... And it's also like, what, it's not your business. Yeah. <laughs> he wore a dress. Whoa. Like, why <laughs> like, is this so groundbreaking right? to everyone? But that is so funny that out of all people, Logan Paul was the one to right? be. Okay. So... I threw this in here just because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Pace University, the school that we both attend, is yeah. shutting down before Thanksgiving. <laughs> also, yeah. their new publicity thing, they've been really pushing this. What? The fact that um, a movie studio was able to make Pace University look like a hospital. <laughs> I know, I saw that. I saw that. It's Oh, Just say that Nicole just... Kidman was here and yeah, call it a day. Right? <laughs> Peace University. From the had... day I stepped into that school, like, not even before the new part was there, mm-hmm. I was like, this is a hospital. This yeah, looks does... like a hospital. But, like, in the hallways, you know, um, like, on the third floor. Yeah, dude. With the picture frames on the white walls. Yes. I'm like, am I allowed to be in this section? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to be sterile? Especially those meeting rooms where you ha- they have like an iPad out front and you have to like sign in to get mm-hmm. into those. I'm like, 
that's a surgical room. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, I have to put in my insurance information yeah. before I go in. That's so funny. I, do you remember that day that she was there? Were you there? I remember that day. I remember. <laughs> like, um, I remember just being like, can I please just get through? <laughs> like, it was so funny because when I, I think it was like an hour before everyone started being there, but they put like the fake snow on the ground. Oh, and I was yeah. like, did it snow? And it was like 70 <laughs> degrees outside. I was like, okay. I think it's can- funny that there's a hospital literally across the street. I know. And they were filming right outside the hospital too, but I guess I guess they couldn't book it. No. <laughs> I guess not. But Ugh. Pace is really excited about the fact that they were able to turn it into I honestly, a hospital. I honestly thought it was already out because they filmed that sophomore year. Sophomore year? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Okay. Well, Okay, so George Clooney gave Wait, 14- Nicole Kidman, what was she in again that I was excited about when I saw her? Oh, she's in Just Go With It. That's what I was excited to That's why I was excited to see her. I don't know what that is. Just Go With It is my favorite movie. Just Go With It with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston? Never seen it. What? Come on! What? The one movie that I see and it's like my favorite movie of all time? Are you sure? I've I've probably saw it. It's <laughs> wait what? <laughs> I've probably seen it. I just see so many movies, Emily. But this one's so good. It's so yeah. funny. My sister texted me and was like, "Is Emily five years old?" <laughs> she was like, "How is she not seen Clueless?" <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> she goes, "Not Emily Fink, not knowing what Clueless was." <laughs> It's true. I, I'll take it. Um, but you don't know what just go with it? You have to watch. You have to watch, like, right now. Like, I want to watch it with you. <laughs> Emily, there's so many other movies to be seen. No, 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 no. This one's oh, it's so good. It's, it's that <laughs> and the Paratrap that are top two. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me that the Paratrap isn't one of your favorite movies. It's not. It's you're a good movie. Yourself, you're lying to I'm truly not. Sorry, but I'm not lying to myself. It's a good movie, but it's not one of my favorites. I'm like, stop, because there's so many fucking movies you haven't seen. And, and I know they wouldn't be as good as Just Go With It. That's why I don't even bother. I said my truth. I said okay, my I'm truth. moving on. <laughs> <laughs> fucking George Clooney gave 14 of his friends $1 million because they were good friends. Hi, George Clooney. If you need a new friend. <laughs> Someone I'm tweeted, um, imagine being his 15th friend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, I'll take 100,000. Um, what did he just like post it on Instagram or something? That he was like, oh, I'm just giving away all this. How did people think, find out? I don't think George Clooney has an Instagram. What has he even been in? You're going to literally like leave, but I'm like truly curious. We all know George Clooney. Yes, I know him, but what does he do? Okay. He's been in so many things, Emily. Okay. He was a Batman for a little bit. Um, he was in Ocean's Eleven. He's also in Spy Kids. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's been in so many things, dude. 
Well, all those movies that you named, I haven't seen any of them. I know you haven't. I know. But he was... Um, he was in a soap opera called General Hospital for a while. Oh, called ER, excuse me. Mm. I used to I used to watch some soap operas back in the day. Really? Yeah, my mom. We used to watch um, As the World Turns. <laughs> oh. That's good. good, I like that. It's pretty good. Okay, so Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis split up. You don't know any of those people, do you? I don't know who that is. Olivia Wilde's currently producing a movie with Harry Styles in it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. She's a producer? An actress. She's also cool. been in so many <laughs> movies. And Jason Next. Sudeikis used to be on SNL. I think I know who he is. You've definitely seen a skit or two of his. I'm sure I have. Okay, so on to my favorite piece of news. What? Drake Bell has changed his name to Drake Campania, which Campania means bell in Spanish. Uh-huh. And he's moved himself to Mexico. <laughs> he's declared that he is now Hispanic and he is only releasing music in Spanish. I... Because his fan base is now like majority Latino people. Mm-hmm. I He was like, okay, I'm running with it. The minute I saw that on Instagram... I immediately like went to these notes to make sure that it was on here. Mm-hmm. Because what? What? Remember when he was literally the week before we shut down, he was supposed to come and perform at Pace. That's right. As Drake Bell. Like as the Drake Bell that we all knew. Dude. And just in those short months. He he said I chose to be Hispanic. <laughs> the whole new person. That's weird to me. Right? And it's so funny because I don't know when he made that move, but... Yeah, because, like, out of nowhere, Drake Bell's now resident of Mexico! I just saw, um, I saw a tweet saying what he did, and then, like, the day after, I saw someone just say, Drake Bell did what? (laughs) (laughs) That's so weird, but I guess good for him. But how is he claiming that he's Hispanic? Um... He's just saying it. Like, he's like, I changed my name. (laughs) I looked on Instagram and I was like, this couldn't be true. And then, sure enough, it was. Like, I don't get it, but okay. So, more influencer drama. This happened at the beginning of the week, I think. Um, Vinny, he's a TikToker. Couldn't tell you anything about him except for the fact he's hot. Um, And another guy who is hot, I guess, both TikTokers, did a a, a TikTok with Jaden... Don't know his last name. He's one of part of the Sway House. Okay. And then people were like, how dare you support a KKK supporter? And these two... So Jaden has apparently, I don't know, allegedly, supposedly, like tweets that support the KKK. He apparently was like, yes, this is the world we dream of and all this mm-hmm. shit. And then now people are like, try to cancel Vinny and this other TikToker. And they were both of them were like, "Sorry, I had no idea. No longer talking to him. <laughs> Cut off immediately." Yeah, That's but so like, funny. and then uh, again, it goes to show like, why are we canceling people for things that they didn't do? Let's go to the source, right? Like, why does Jaden still have a platform? If yeah, he, 
He's a KKK supporter. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I'm just getting tired. Like, it's like uh, it's exhausting. Can we get some like good people? Right? Why are we the voice of reason for this platform? (laughs) I feel like we're the only ones on the same page. I agree. Like, if if the proof is there, why? I'm factually driven. I'm just looking at the facts. (laughs) I only support science and fact, in my opinion. (laughs) So, back to celebrities. Kurt Russell. Mm -hmm. You know who that is? Um. Oh my gosh. What has? What was he in? Oh my god. He was in this this movie that I saw sophomore year in my film class. Death Proof. That movie is so scary. It's this movie where he's basically like a stalker and a killer. And the way he kills people is he, like, traps them in his car and, like, crashes the car. Oh, I don't like that. It was... And I was watching this in, like, class. So it was, like, 9 a.m. I was scarred. (laughs) I was scarred (laughs) ever since then. Okay. Well, he came out and said that celebrities shouldn't use their voice to... Shouldn't voice their political opinions. Which, Yeah, exactly. I think if you're a Trump supporter, shut up. (laughs) You know? And then Goldie Hahn, who is his wife. Okay. And she is also like a huge celebrity. Said that just because we have a platform doesn't mean we have to use it. Which I don't think I agree with. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I I don't know how I feel. I feel like I don't know. I don't know how I feel like actually. I don't know. I truly don't know. Like I, 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 I side with you have a responsibility when you have that many followers and people like. Yeah, but also you. if if you're gonna say things like this, it's like okay. Then why are you using your like, platform to yeah. say this? But then it's also like if I was in their position and I didn't want. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard, but. Again, like, I think, I don't know. You're right. I don't know. I think that there's a lot of different sides to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. So, Shawn Mendes and Justin Bieber are collabing. Yeah, they're... collabed. Their um, song just came out last night. And it seems pretty good, yeah. Haven't listened. And it's funny because a few years ago, Justin Bieber was asked... The heck am I saying? Asked about Sean Mendez in an interview, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Who's that?" He's like, "Who's Sean Mendez?" And then Gee. the other day, Justin like retweeted that tweet and was like, "LOL, ha ha ha." And I was <laughs> like, "Oh, good one, good one, good one." Huh, they're so funny. Um, but yeah, it was good. I don't know, Sean. Sean just isn't hitting the scene for me. He's really not. He's with Camila. Like, that picture I sent you of them, like... It's break like, up, break up, break up. It's like that vine of that girl, and I think it was a mannequin or, like, a guy in the yogurt shop, and he goes, is this allowed? You're so right. That is them. It's but like, just like is, is this allowed? <laughs> I could just picture them doing something like that. Yeah, I don't like <sighs> it. We'll post that on our Instagram because yeah, you'll have to see. Like, it just makes sense that they would do that. Okay, so Justin Bieber has called out news outlets for using old photos of him. 
Yeah. So he he went on Instagram live yesterday. And then he also posted on his Instagram story being like he he, he googled himself. <laughs> and then he goes to the Google images and it's all of like these photos from probably like 2018, 2019 mm-hmm. where he just I'm sure just found out that he had Lyme disease and was still trying to figure out how to like cope with it and like get the treatment that he needs so he's not he's not looking his best you know Mm -hmm. and then he like turns the camera back around him he's like i've done so many photo shoots i've done i've sent in so many photos for them to use and they won't use it and he says that they're sabotaging him (laughs) which i feel like i don't know i don't know why they would be using those old photos why would you want to do that it gets clicks i guess but poor guy like he doesn't look like that anymore Oh, poor guy. <laughs> Come on, guy. He, he looks rough. He, he's looking he's I mean, rough in there. I also, I just feel like when I have that much money, I I don't think I'd care. Uh, well, I don't I'd know. Like, if, I got money, man. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like I would care. I'd be like, I, I sent in these photos for you to use, and you're not using <laughs> them. Oh, so he sent photos in, and they're like, no thanks. Yeah, like, I'm sure he sends them in to, like, for media to use. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, Poor guy. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I like how you have People's Choice Awards Sunday, dot, 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 made no noise. <laughs> yeah, it was so boring. I did not. I f- forgot about it. Exactly. One, there was no promotion for it. Two, yeah. there was normally when award shows are on, you would see something trending on Twitter about it. You're right. There was nothing, nothing. Was trending. There was nothing about it, and I was like, "This is embarrassing." Demi Lovato hosted it. Uh, not good. Not, she did fine. It was just so awkward because this. Did you see how the stage was laid out? No, I honestly had no idea this happened. <laughs> It was like a it was like a runway and then it was all like virtual audience like on the sides like uh-huh. going up. So they're sort of just like surrounding her. Oh. And then she's like she's like talking with the virtual people. Oh, and you just, don't need to do that. It's just weird. It's weird. It wasn't funny. But the AMAs are next are Sunday, so this Sunday? Yeah. Wow. So we'll see how if those are any better. But I actually like those awards better. For some reason, the People's Choice Awards isn't even like a real, it's not a real thing. I don't think so. Well, it's it's the only one that's voted by the people. If yeah, but I don't even true. know if that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like the AMAs because of their awards. It's like a diamond. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it? American Music Awards. Yeah. Okay. Well, I also just like like the People's Choice Awards. The awards are like uh, best online media couple that used to date no longer doesn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like no such yeah. of awards. I'm pretty sure Addison Rae presented one too. Of course she did. <laughs> okay, so Dustin from Zoe 101 must be stopped. What is he doing? What is I he don't doing? Know, like, but I, I hate it. I'm right now going to go report his page. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should. It's so like he uh, won't stop it too. And it's over and over again. Of him like fucking looping his belt for I said if I had to see it, you had to too. (laughs) Because I was a victim of it too. And then you made me a victim. (laughs) 
but then it doesn't even stop there it's just weird and the only thing he talks about is either like weird or not talks about but makes videos on it's like weird stuff like that or Or about zoe 101 and And it's like move on you can go on other auditions man you can find (laughs) different work go to school yeah (laughs) okay so and then how do you say his name he used to be on victorious oh um it's uh, it's not even it's uh, oven uh, oven oven jogia he he honestly one of the hottest men i've ever seen in he my life. really is and i saw a tiktok of his and it was like someone was like thank you for being like a good like a good brown representation kind of thing where it's like he didn't play like a stereotypical like indian character you mm-hmm. know yeah but he's also saying how he was only there because he looked good because there's a lot of TikToks, um, or no, there's not a lot. There was one where he, where he dresses up as Tori mm-hmm. in the show, yeah. and he was like, "I suggested that because all I do in that show is just stand there and do nothing." Yeah, and I was like, "You're right." Now that I think about it, well, I saw people in his comments being like, "We never get like Indian people and like brown people never get." like, high representation in TV shows. They're mm-hmm. always, like, nerds or whatever, you know? Yeah. And he was like, no, you're so right. Like, Because he really didn't have any storyline to it. No, except you know? for the fact that Tori liked him, and then also so did... Uh, Jade. Jade. Mm-hmm. He didn't have... You're right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. That's sad. He was, he was truly the best, like, character, though. Like, I... Yeah, he was funny. <laughs> he was, oh, and he looked so good, and he still looks, he just, like, he, as he ages, he looks even better. You're right, it's, like, fine wine. Okay, so our last thing on the weekly debrief, um, jail TikTok, and the same with Mafia TikTok. Oh, I haven't been on Mafia TikTok. Oh, I'm on Mafia TikTok. I'm on, like, Mexican drug dealer TikTok. <laughs> I... I was on jail TikTok for like I want to say like a few months ago and I haven't mm-hmm. seen it since yesterday. Yeah. And I totally forgot about it and I want to know more about it. <laughs> well, I saw a tweet or like someone said it and was like, you say one thing about mafia TikTok and now all you're getting is Well now I'm sure I'm gonna start getting yeah. it. Which I'm excited for. Because I saw one of a like <laughs> I assume they're Mexican people. They're talking Spanish. I can tell by their accents that they are, I think, Mexican. And they're being chased by a boat. And then that video caused a whole, like, you're seeing people out in the field picking the flowers. Like, you're seeing all of it now. Yeah, dude. You see that video when it's like, welcome. (laughs) That's just so interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Because... I thought in jail, like, you, this is just a basic question. I thought you couldn't even have any Whoa. type of phone connection to the outside world. But they're just filming themselves in their cells. And I'm like, this is no, me in my yeah. dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite ones are, like, they set up the camera and then they do the... the da, da. And they move to the side and they, like, da, da. 
like I just want to know more. I want to know more about it. Yeah, who's giving them their phones? <laughs> and can't if they have those phones, can't they just call someone and be like, "Hey, can you come pick me up, please?" I don't know if you could do that. For I don't jail. know if, you, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> if they have a phone, can't they just call? Can't they do like something that you wouldn't be allowed to do in jail with? Right? I guess so. I mean. Excuse me. I mean, they're posting to the internet. That's what I'm saying. Like, they have access. Can't they just Google how to break out of jail? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so curious about it because every time I see it, I'm like... Hey, Siri, how do you break out of jail? Like, can I DM them? Can he be my pen pal? Are we done with the weekly debrief? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. (laughs) So my topic is a little fun. Sort of fun, sort of kind of crazy. <laughs> Carol in your face is funny. Okay, so mine is the evolution of Honey Boo Boo and her family. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Okay, so starting off for some people who live under a rock that don't know, <laughs> it's this family from Georgia made They're up from of Georgia. Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I had no idea. I thought they were, like, Alabama, Mississippi people. No, they're from Georgia. Um, they are made up of June, Shannon, who is... And they also have crazy nicknames, too. So, yes. hence the Honey Boo Boo name. Mm-hmm. Um, June Shannon, who is Mama June. Alana, who is Honey Boo Boo. Lauren, who is Pumpkin. Jessica, who is Chubbs. Anna, who is Chickadee. And um, some people on the outside that get thrown in a little bit there's uncle poodle who is honey boo boo's uncle there is mike who is sugar bear who is now mama june's ex-husband was not was sugar bear not their dad sugar bear is only um alana's dad okay um and lauren jessica and anna's dad is like not in the picture like you don't know okay you don't see him at all and then there's also this guy named Gino who comes in a little bit later. Gino? Yep. <laughs> like a fucking... <laughs> like a New Jersey, like... Like a Guido? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I, I don't know if he's Italian or... I don't I don't think he's Southern either. I don't know. I don't really know where he comes from, to be honest with Same you. Same Gino. Gino. Okay. So, beginning with their claim to fame... 2012, Alana and Mama June appear on an episode of Toddlers and Tiaras. Yes. Yeah, they do. <laughs> um, and if people don't know, the show follows families and kids and their experience in the beauty pageant world. Mm-hmm. But it's like these kids are like five years old, basically, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. crazy. Um, they highlighted different people every single week. So you would see... It would be different people every single week. So most of them didn't get repeat episodes, Mm -hmm. but some that made, like, a big impression, like Honey Boo Boo, did. Yeah. So I think Honey Boo Boo was only on, like, two episodes, but... Only two? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, So they made their their debut on season five. Um, people loved her because she was so funny and she, (laughs) she always like had these really funny quotes that I still Mm -hmm. quote to this day is one, the coupon queen, Mama June was known as the coupon queen. Mm -hmm. Two, 
that honey boo boo used to say that doll make me holla honey boo boo child <laughs> yes and three my personal favorite you better red recognize <laughs> honey boo boo said that yes uh, is she the one who needs her go-go juice yes that was okay. another that was another thing they would oh. give mama june would give honey boo boo like it was like mountain dew like orange mountain juice dew, pixie sticks in it like before Fuck. before her um like she would have to go on stage to do yeah it's no wonder that child's alive <laughs> like that like truly like no it's so bad mountain dew mixed with a pixie stick <laughs> i think there was like a red bull in i think there it was like red bull too that's dude my heart would explode, might explode out of my body <laughs> like looking at red bull i'm like yeah no no, no. even the can i'm like that's gonna kill me. <laughs> yeah. Um but because she was so funny and because she was so like not your average girl or family that you would see on the show, people were like, Oh, like we like her, like she should come back. Um and what was funny is that normally the people that you would see on the show would win like the big prize. Like that's the people that they would follow. Yeah. But Honey Boo never really won the big prizes. <laughs> I know too much. Like I, I was doing research and I was like, I know all of this. I don't even have to research it. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. Is there any other like child that made it big like Honey Boo Boo from the show? Um, not as big as Honey Boo Boo, but the other really famous one was this girl named Eden Wood. And she was like, she won all of them. She had her own spin-off show called Eden's World. And it got canceled, like, after season one. Yeah. So she's not really doing anything right now, but that's basically it. Yeah, because this reminds me a lot of Dance Moms. Mm -hmm. And the Dance Mom girls, like, they're huge now. Mm -hmm. None of these girls except for Honey Boo Boo are, like, doing anything, I feel like. Yeah. And I think it's because Dance Moms focused in Mm -hmm. on the same group. But, yeah. And I think, oh, you know what? Actually, um, do you remember... I don't know. I don't know how much you've watched Toddlers and Terrors and all of them, but there was this cheerleading spinoff show um, called Cheer Perfection, and it had some of the same girls of Toddlers and Terrors <laughs> in Cheer Perfection, and they followed that. So some of those girls um, I'm not into are famous. Not a, I'm not in as deep as you are. <laughs> I know everything. George Clooney, don't know anything. <laughs> TLC, on the other hand. <laughs> Damn. So, yes, they had the spinoff show, Cheer Perfection, and that had, like, two or three seasons. After Honey Boo Boo was on those two episodes, they weren't on Toddlers and Tears again, but thank, thankfully, they got their own spinoff show, Here Comes Honey Boo Boo. That's crazy that it only took two episodes i know and it's not even like two full 30 minute episodes of just her exactly she's just like one of the girls that they show she made an impression um but here comes honey boo boo they essentially got even bigger than toddlers and tiaras ever was Uh in my opinion um and going back to cheer perfection like there were so many spinoffs and none of them ever yeah. Had the impression, like, here comes Honey Boo Boo did mm-hmm. to the pop culture world, if you will. Yes. <laughs> you better um, redneck and nice. 
god. I was Honey Boo Boo for Halloween one year. (laughs) (laughs) And I like made a shirt like with the little puppy paint and I wrote like you better recognize on it and a dollar make me holler, honey boo boo child. Like it's no joke. It's no joke. Um so when Here Comes Honey Boo Boo came out in 2012, it received predominantly negative reviews, but not from me. <laughs> this show to this day is my favorite show, TV show of all time. Yeah. There is not a show that will make me laugh like this show does. It used to be like it was 2012, so I was in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. It used to come on every Wednesday night during the summer, and it was my mom and I's show to watch. Like, we would drop everything to watch this. Wow. Because it was just... Have you seen a lot of it? I've seen a lot of clips. Like Dance Moms, I like I could watch clips of Honey Boo Boo Child, of Honey Boo Boo, <laughs> yeah. until, like, three in the morning. Yeah. You know, like, I'm a clip watcher. Mm-hmm. Um, so the premise of the show was not just around her anymore it showcased the whole entire family so this is when you get introduced to alana lauren jessica anna and sugar bear they all live in this small house mm-hmm. in mcintyre georgia and they live right next to a train station so <laughs> every so often like a train will like yeah drive by i guess and roll by and it'll like honk their horn and every single time it like goes by they all scream train at the same time which was just <laughs> one of the small things in the show that made me laugh so hard and um it was centered around no longer pageants anymore because it was more about their crazy like southern lifestyle yeah because they would go like they did this thing called mud mud bug bogging mud bugging where they basically like take like a what are those things called rtvs okay Um, is that what they're called like the the motorcycle thing and go in the mud and like drive in the mud and like get stuck (laughs) just like the weirdest things and then they also like go to these little like county fair type mm-hmm. things people from my high school used to do that like mudding but in their trucks and like i remember like on mondays people like their trucks would come back yeah like, covered i was like wow like that's not cute this like, is the clean, south <laughs> clean your car yeah but they also would go to these things and they would like hand they would dig a hole or, like a big hole in the ground fill it with water and they would, like, jump into it for, like, contests and, like, prizes and stuff. That's what I'm, like... This I'm is not from whole- that south. <laughs> <laughs> this is, like, a whole, like, another world, like, basically. This is, like, Alabama. Like like you said, like, it sounds like they're from Alabama. But I've never been to Georgia, so I don't know if that's what everyone else does down there. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, a, like a white Georgia thing. <laughs> yeah. Um... And, okay, so, on another note, they made it seem like this family was, like, this really, like, loving family, like, wholesome Mm -hmm. type of people. Little did we know that a lot of things are going to come out (laughs) that did not prove this. Yikes. They touched on June's past because June was um, pregnant as a teenager when she had her first kid. And how I think, like, she was, like, abused or something like that. But they don't really, like, go into it a lot. They just mention it. And 
Mama June says how she doesn't want her kids to follow in the same path as that. So that sort of like strengthens the, oh, this family like really loves each other and they were looking out for each other type thing that they were going for. So I want to say like season three or season four, it was released that on June, January 3rd, 2008, June was arrested for court theft and um, I think like resisting arrest, basically. So that was released, but the show didn't really like do anything about it. It was just Mm -hmm. like, yikes. Okay, but we're going to still put out the episodes anyways. (laughs) That happened. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Um. But it was also released that in March 2012, Child Services had to investigate June and Sugar Bear for suspicions of child abuse. So this is when things start getting like, yeah, like a little messy. Um, Overall, the show had four seasons and October 24th, 2014, TLC canceled the the series when June was seen with Gino, who is known for or has allegations against him for molesting June's first daughter. Oh my god. So after June and Gino were seen together, TLC canceled the series, even though they had already filmed for season five. Yeah. This things get crazy. Oh. Um not a good look. I know. So after this, the the show was canceled and the family basically started to fall apart because mm-hmm. now June isn't with Sugar Bear anymore. They were actually on um, marriage boot camp, like celebrity marriage boot camp together, okay. which is just like, okay, collect your check, move on, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> go see a real counselor. <laughs> um. Um, but they were like they were cheating, obviously, with one another. Um, with one another. Yeah, or they were cheating on each other. On each other. Is that how it's phrased? Cheating on each. Other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were not cheating on each other with each other. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Also, during this, like, weird time period, I want to say it was around, like, 2015, 2014, the Anna, the oldest daughter who um, was allegedly molested by Gino, like, cuts ties with the family. Like, she no longer associates with them anymore, mm-hmm. except for, like, a few times where I'm pretty sure Mama June and Sugar Bear go on, like, a bunch of talk shows to, like, talk about their marriage. And I'm pretty sure one of them was Dr. Phil. Yeah, probably. One of those types of shows where they talk about that kind of stuff. hmm Like, intervention type things, you mm-hmm. know? So, that's just, like, a weird, like, time period where they're trying to, like, f- still be in the public eye. But also, it's, like, your family's, like, all it's falling apart. apart. <laughs> it's not really working out anymore. Um, but also during this time period, Honey Boo Boo comes out with her music career. <laughs> so she um, she makes a song called Moving Up, and she also makes the iconic Honey Boo Boo Bop. That's what it's called. Have you heard? I don't think so. Oh, we'll have to post it on the Instagram because it's a classic. It's a classic. Honey Boo Boo Bop? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know this bop. <laughs> And also, which I found out and I had no idea about, 
before Mama June and Sugar Bear like completely broke up, they were offered one million dollars to be in a porno. What? Yes. But Mama June refused and she said, I have more respect for myself and my kids and my family. It ain't happening. Not even for not even for a zillion dollars. That's what she said. I think I like, a zillion dollars. <laughs> Imagine that they said yes. I don't think I could I think I would I don't think I could ever see them in the same light again, to be honest with you. Well probably not. <sighs> I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> So honestly, I have to say thank God that they refused it. Yes. <laughs> but I just thought that was so crazy because I never even heard about that. So um, after a few years, in t- 2017, this is when they start like making their comeback to like the public, public eye. Because this is when Mama June from Not to Hot um, show is debuted and premiered. Yes, I remember this. So this, I remember that being like a big thing. Yeah, because it was like they're finally coming back with their show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like like to see Mama June's transformation. Yeah, so it followed her weight loss journey, and it was sort of seen as like their new era, like a new chapter for the family. And it was crazy because she went from four hundred and sixty pounds to one hundred and sixty pounds. <laughs> I know. And it Whoa. reminded me when I read that is that she was on botched too. And I totally forgot. Yeah, they because she wanted to get like the weight loss surgery, but they never ended up going through with it on the show because they told her that she needed to like lose a little bit more before yeah. she could do it. But I just like I was like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot about her episode. But what what's botched about it then? Well, they like had because some people on botched they can't do the surgery, but they still, like, go uh, through the process of, like, trying to do it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they evaluate her and all this yeah. stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine you get to the day, you're in your gown, you're about to get your anesthesia, and they're like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, actually, we can't do this. Oops. Um, but on, from Mom Do Not to Hot. How did she lose that weight? Well, she eventually did lose the weight, and she eventually did get the sur- surgery. Oh, so she got the surgery. Yeah. yeah. Just like, how did she, like, that's not healthy, though. <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah there's no way that that could happen without it um yeah so from this new show still involves sugar bear but it's sugar bear with a new girlfriend jennifer mm, yes i know this i've seen clips of this jennifer i don't think i like <laughs> jennifer don't get me started with jennifer um <laughs> Um, so this show is pretty crazy because it really only focuses on June, Alana, and Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. So Jessica and Anna are, like, not really in the picture. Jessica sometimes is there, but, like, not oh, as... Um, Anna's, like, late 20s. Um, Jessica's, like, probably around our age, so is Pumpkin mm-hmm. around our age. But it also shows Pumpkin having her child... Which oh, is yes. so weird. And when I saw that she had a kid, I was like, what? I was like, mm-hmm. isn't she 18? But yeah, she was. Doesn't she also have custody of. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's a little later in the seasons. Oh, sorry. As, <laughs> no, it's okay. No, but as of right now, she doesn't. Because okay. they. This is when Mama June finally buys a new house and they move all together. Okay. Um. So. 
currently there's four seasons. Um, season one and two, I personally didn't watch, but it focused on the just really the weight loss journey and like June's new life without sugar wear and like just mm-hmm. making a new life for themselves. Um, so it seemed like great. It seemed like, oh, finally they're getting their stuff like back together. They're, mm-hmm. they're trying to like not erase, but like come out of what their past yeah. was. Move forward. Move forward, if you will. So season season three was in 2019. And this is when things start getting a little messy <laughs> again. Um Alana this is when Alana was on Dancing with the Stars. Do you remember that? No. Dancing with the Stars Jr. You don't? She's on Dancing with the Stars Jr. in 2019. Honestly, I had no idea they had Junior. Yeah, she killed this is when Mackenzie from Dance Moms was on it at the same time, too. Isn't Mackenzie a dancer? <laughs> yeah, that was a big controversy because she wasn't like the pro or whatever. Oh, interesting. They said that she was a singer. And everyone was like, what? Uh, okay. <laughs> um, she killed it. She didn't get very far, but she wasn't the first one to get voted off. So I think that's a win. That'd be a win for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, that's a win. You're funny, Emily. <laughs> Um, this is when Gino comes into the picture more often. Gino. This is when Gino and June start dating, like, officially. And even though there's allegations of him molesting Anna, mm-hmm. and obviously it's, there's something there that Anna's no longer, like, associated with this family, like, yeah. that's already messed up from the beginning. It's so weird that, like, as a mother, you would <laughs> that. I know. And... Gino tries to like, n- like remake his image. He's trying to act like as a father figure for Alana because Sugar Bear is not really in the picture with yeah. Alana anymore that much. Uh-huh. Um, Gino, but at the same time, Gino's also constantly in trouble with the law. So it's yeah, like- because I'm sorry, but aren't they both? I remember watching clips of both the mother and I guess Gina this guy like trying to get coke like yeah they don't really show that um as much in season three at the end of season three June and Gino flee to the flee the kids like they just leave everyone and because people are starting to like see that Gino's like not really a good person anymore okay and they're like we don't like him like you have to break up with him so they just leave on their own okay and um at the end of season three they end up getting arrested i don't know exactly what for but i'm pretty sure it's something with like drug abuse or something okay so then season four comes around this is 2020 and this is when i start actually watching it (laughs) (laughs) um and this season is crazy it's it's really crazy it's june is basically out for the count like, she's hardly ever seen in the season because her and Gino are literally just, like, running away, basically. Yeah. Um. So, no one knows where they are. They are... The only news that the family... Like, Alana... This is when Pumpkin gains custody of Alana. The only thing that they, like, know about June and Gino is that they keep, like, just getting in trouble with the law. And it's for... Later, that they find out that it was for drug abuse and DUI, too, I'm pretty sure. Because there's this clip of them, like, coming back to their house 
and Gino's driving like this big black truck and literally rams it into their driveway and like someone just caught it on camera (laughs) and then like they stop the car and he like falls out of the car like (gasps) obviously like on some really like intoxicated (laughs) and in the middle of the season they start finding out that June's broke now so she starts going into their house and like selling all of their her kids stuff like pumpkin stuff yeah so I'm like girl you're broke what happened to this money you know like where did it all go should have taken the the porn deal (laughs) that's what I'm saying um so it's this constant battle of family of the family like trying to get June to go to rehab because it's obviously clear that she is just she not doing help, good. Yeah. And um she June won't always claims that she won't go to rehab because unless Gina will go. And it's like girl he's probably part of the problem that's yeah, making you need to- all these things. Hey, get out of there. Um and at the same time that this is all happening, since since um, June's not going to rehab, Alana obviously is taking it really hard. Like she's still a kid. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure she's still in like middle school. And she goes on Instagram Live this one time, and she fake snorts cocaine, like on Instagram Live. And everyone's like, "Hold on!" <laughs> everyone's like, "What?" what? And this is all in the meantime where Sugar Bear and the girlfriend is fighting for Alana's custody. Mm-hmm. But Pumpkin and Alana obviously hate Sugar Bear. So, like, they're, that's not going to happen. But they it's just, like, another plot in the show, basically. Yeah. Um, so, a little later on in the, in the season, June has a court appearance. And this is where, like, the first time that we're finally going to be able to see June, like, after all of these, like, arrests and stuff. So you see her for, like, this, like, tiniest bit, like, going out of the car and, like, into the courthouse. And <laughs> this thing, you can tell she's going through it. Like, doesn't have yeah. her hair, like, hair not dyed. Yeah. Just, just looking like a mess. Just looking like a mess. Yikes. Um, so when they do have this court date, they both plead not guilty. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, what? Like, obviously, you were... Yeah. You were um, guilty, Mm -hmm. and their next court appearance, for some reason, they had to bring an attorney to it. So I'm like, did they, like, not have one to begin with? Like, this whole thing is just a mess. (laughs) Um, So at the end of the season, where they leave off, is Pumpkin has, like, this face-to-face to to June, and she basically gives her an ultimatum, like, if you don't go to rehab... We're leaving. Like, we're never going to, like, we're getting ties with you. Like, this is it. So, it gets, like, really emotional. It's actually really sad. Mm -hmm. You can sort of tell that June, like, doesn't want this life. Like, she wants to be close with her kids. Or so she makes it seem. Yeah. So, (laughs) so after that whole thing, June goes to inpatient, outpatient rehab for one day. And then she never goes back. Oh my god. Everyone's like, are you kidding me? Kidding. And then shortly after this, the producer of the show signs June up for inpatient rehab with Gino. So both of them are going. Like, this is the only way that they're going to get her to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so they complete that 30-day program, and that's where they leave off at the end of the show. But in the meantime, Pumpkin and Alana and Pumpkin's 
daughter and husband, they move and they don't tell June where they're living. So okay, you can't like come and like find them yeah. or whatever. Pumpkin seems to be the only responsible one here. Yeah, I agree. And like I feel bad because all of it's like going on to her. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all of this stuff. Like now she has to take care of Alana. It's just crazy. Well, having a baby. <laughs> so that's basically how the season ended. Um, and now I'm wondering, is there going to be a season five? Because now I want to know if, like, what they're up to. Yeah, I want to know if that rehab took. But now, so I checked her Instagram of what she's <laughs> up to. Okay. And it seems like she's living in, like, Florida now or something. June? Yeah. With Gino. Ugh. Get away like, from him. They're still together, which makes me sad. All my and homies hate Gino. <laughs> oh my god. And it's it's it seems like they still aren't able to like Alana and Pumpkin still aren't able to see June a lot. Yeah. I mean sad. like I would not want to see my mother who is with the guy who must, my sister. Yeah, and who's cracked out all the time. You know what I mean? Who's cracked out all the time. Ugh. And get away from Gino, June. What you I don't need was, him. What I thought was funny is that she also has a cameo, too. June? Yeah, she does. Girl. <laughs> she has, she's paying the bills. And How much does that cameo run? I don't know. I should have checked, but I don't know. But she also has a plethora of boom bod ads on her instagram like that's who's paying her bills right now that's all that that it is that's Um, crazy but that's basically it and it just makes me feel sad because when i was going through this like it it was just so funny and like so wholesome in the start of it and to see it end like if you watch the not to hot shows it's, like, truly, like, traumatizing. You can see how, like, traumatized the kids are yeah. from these experiences. And it's to the point where I'm, like, how was this allowed to be on a TV show? Exactly. Because I'm, like, I'm witnessing some, like, real-life problems that I think that are not getting properly addressed. Oh, yeah. Yikes. And I feel sad for them. Uh-huh. Because it's, like, we were all rooting for you. Uh-huh. I just wish the best for them. Because... Yeah. I want. I love them. I love them. I do. Sounds like the first step is getting rid of Gino. I know, and you think like after all of this, it's like you want to be close to your kids. Get a, get rid of that man who has literally nothing to do to with your family. I know. Ugh, it's terrible, and I cannot yeah. believe that she's still with him to this day. I know. But that's yeah. my topic. That was good, Emily. Thanks, thanks. So, okay, so while this is an update to the Charlie and Dixie drama, so mm-hmm. Dixie posted a TikTok of her dancing to one of the um, one of the songs that Trisha sang that had I love you, Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, a rap that she sang that had the N-word in and she said it and Dixie danced to it, but then deleted it. And she was like, I realized wait, that like, tr- to tr- Oh wait, I just saw this. Not the Trisha's yeah. version though. Right. But to a song. To that- Trisha's version. Oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. But she deleted it and was like, I don't want to give a racist any publicity. Oh, Dixie should not have done that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but then Trisha is now like, well, you should be dancing to a song that has the N word in it. And it's like, Girl, no, you, you, you said, said it. That. Yeah, so that's that. I just, I felt like we needed to say that because mm-hmm. that's like, what? 
Trisha, what? What? What, are what are you doing? Like, are you dumb? Trisha is our mascot for Are You Dumb? I know, but it's like, ugh. it's like a different level of Are You Dumb? Yes, it's like, can you shut up? Yeah, like, can you stop because you're so dumb? Yes. Okay. So, I'm really excited about this. Okay. I'm going to be talking about Jeffree Star. Ooh! Longly awaited. Yes, but I'm, so I haven't split up. This is, like, part one. I'm going to do um, the next part next week, I okay. think, mm-hmm. because I'm working my way to Dramageddon. Oh, okay, okay. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to do, like, a profile on each person who's mm-hmm. involved, mm-hmm. and then explain Dramageddon, because I think we need to know the players before That's we know the idea. game. That's a good idea. That's a good idea, yep. So, but I'm going more in depth with Jeffree Star, because he is, like, his story is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be doing, like, Jeffree Star from, like, 2008 or, like, 2004 to, like, 2010. Like, the beginning, beginning. Yes, this is his MySpace era. Oof, I could just, like, picture the pink hair. Yes, okay. So, (laughs) okay. (laughs) The pink hair and the leather pants. Yes, yes, yes. So he was born November 15th, 1985. He was born in L.A. He's had a birthday. Yeah. He's like in his 30s now. Okay. <laughs> he was born in LA, then raised in Orange County. Um, I didn't know this. His father committed suicide when he was six. So mm. he was raised solely by his mother, who was a model, apparently. Okay. So she was apparently often out of the house a lot, mm. working on gigs. Um, he started wearing uh, makeup. And, like, playing with his mom's makeup in middle school age. And then he, like, started wearing it to school in mm-hmm. middle school. Um, and then when he got to high school, he said that he used to use, like, fake IDs to go to clubs um, where celebrities would hire him to do makeup. Wait, where would um, where was he from, did you say? He was born in L.A., raised okay. in Orange County. Okay. So, like, L.A., basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then... Um, he started using MySpace to further his career. Mm-hmm. Now, MySpace is the, like, original, like, um, social media website. Right. Where, like, you can post... It was kind of like Facebook, kind of not, where you can, like, post things. You can post mm-hmm. pictures. But, like, the main thing is, like, you can have, like, a close friends list. Mm-hmm. And he used that a lot. So he used popular... He used MySpace to further both his music career and... His fashion design career. Um, he also used MySpace as um, a place where he can blog his life, mm-hmm. because at this time he was also making a social commentary on self-image and confidence, mm-hmm. fame, beauty, and life. Interesting. So he built up a fan base on several websites, but then he was like, "Wait, join me on MySpace." Mm-hmm. Um, so he he quickly grew to over a million people, like a million friends on mm-hmm. fa- on MySpace as of sept- That's September a lot 2010. Yeah. And this, like, this, I feel like, is the end tale of MySpace, too. Mm-hmm. Because 2010 is not that's that long. That's Facebook era. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, like, Twitter's coming, Facebook's yeah. coming. But, like, a million stuff. followers back then? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and, like, 
by November 2006, he was recognized as MySpace most connected profile personality. So like he was, he was popular way before his YouTube career. Mm-hmm. Um, he also gained fame as one of the most popular unsigned artists with MySpace. So I know a lot of um, like artists and like musicians use MySpace as a way to gain followers and connect with fans and like they would say oh we're friends and stuff like that right so they would like use my space to do their f- stuff so i'm gonna be saying a lot of a lot of profanity and a lot of just names that you and i and a lot of people i guarantee the people who are not who are listening have no mm-hmm. idea who they are okay but i think it's important because this helps us understand his path okay Okay, so his music career started off as electronica and hip-hop vocalist. Um, He started when he befriended Peach's drummer, who encouraged him to make a music career. Mm -hmm. Star was then then asked by Deuce of Hollywood Undead to rap on their song Turn Off the Lights for their debut album. Oh my gosh. But the track did not make it onto the disc. Um... Then Deuce was evicted from the Hollywood Undead and had produced a mixtape, Break Them Walls, Mm -hmm. with Jeffrey, and then another song called Freaky Now. And um, and all of these things, Jeffrey is rapping and not saying very good things. Mm -hmm. His first solo track, though, called We Want Cunt... (laughs) um, it was uh, in tribute. So funny. Yes, it That's was so in tribute. Like 2000s. Yes, it was in tribute to his former screen name called Cunt, Queen of the Beautifuls. <laughs> oh, this is so stupid. Um, and he had another song called Straight Boys, where it was co-written with Hole and one-time Motley Crue drummer Samantha Maloney. Um, and then Jeffrey Star then asked. MySpace co-founder Tom to convert his MySpace profile into a music page so then he can really start showcase- showcasing his music. Right. Um, so then he, in 2006, November, he performed on the same bill as Los Angeles Dirty Sanchez at the LA Bar Key Club post-Halloween show. Star toured with um, musicians Peaches as well as Cindy Lauper, Metro Wait. Station. Peaches... Is a band. Okay. Not the... Not, not the online peaches, right? Yeah, not that. Good, good, who good. we should definitely cover. Right, yeah, you're right. That story's in fucking We same. need to get Risha on that one for... Yes, you're he right. Knows everything about her. He'll tell us. He'll tell us. <laughs> okay, so he toured with Cindy Lauper, Metro Station. Cindy Lauper? Cindy Lauper, yeah. Is and it? Like a, remind me who that is again. Girls just want to have fun. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so then um, in March 2007, he releases his debut um, called is it his debut extended play called Plastic Surgery Slumber Party. <laughs> the record topped at number one on the iTunes dance charts and has consistently topped iTunes dance charts at number one Hovering above household names such as Justin Timberlake. <laughs> like, I don't get it. Like, I know. 
Um, so then as of 2007, that song on MySpace has over 25 million listens. Oh. <laughs> okay, so then during the summer of 2007, Star was advertised as part of the True Colors Tour 2007, which traveled through 17 cities in the United States and Canada. Um, it was sponsored by the LGBT local channel. Um, and it, it started during uh, Pride Month, profits went to the human rights campaign, and um, he was advertised as a special guest to perform on this uh, on West Coast dates, mm-hmm. but he did not appear. Like he did not do it. Oh, I know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so um, his song "Plastic Surgery Slumber Party" was also um, a part of the um, Cindy Lauper's True Color tour compilation. compilation. Mm-hmm. You know what's interesting? Like, just from hearing all this, I'm sort of, like, thinking back to that time era and how Mm -hmm. I think people thought that the only way to get famous was to, like, make music, even if you were bad. Yeah, I think so. Because it's, like, now, that's... Music careers are really only for people that want to do music or want to do it. Yeah. But people don't think, oh, well, I have to have a music career to become famous. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, an, it's weird. Mm-hmm. It was just it's a different time it, yeah. how people became famous. And it's very odd to me that, like, he was signed by Akon. Yeah. Just crazy. Yeah. Okay. So then, in 2008 to 2010, he, um, he released singles, Heart Surgery Isn't That Bad, um, <laughs> another song called I Hate Music. <laughs> um, he he had songs with Trace Cyrus and Mason Musso from Metro Station. <laughs> yeah, like, it's so weird. So random. So that, it, 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 like, reading this, I was like, damn, why? his discography discography? Yes, it's so deep. Like, mm-hmm. he has... Another thing called Cupcakes Taste Like Violence, which was released in 2008. Mm. Um, And then, like, it was released under Warner Music Group, Mm. which is, like, the Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, He says of uh, Cupcakes Taste Like Violence, reminds me of myself. I may look sweet, but I'm really scary and violent on the inside. (laughs) Yeah. What a statement. Yes, and then his debut studio uh, studio album called Beauty Killer mm-hmm. was released on September twenty second, two thousand nine. Um, it was released to digital download on May two thousand nine. The track received two million plays on MySpace at the end of its second week. Um, That's pretty crazy. Two thousand nine. Yeah, and I'm just saying all of these names because they're fucking insane. Like yeah. "Love Rhymes with Fuck You" is another one of his songs, um, and like that, it was released. Um, the album debuted at number one hundred and twenty-two on the U.S. Billboard's two hundred. Not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not bad. Number seven on the U.S. Billboard Top Dance Electronic Albums, and then it fell to 12 on the second week. That's so crazy. It's sort of like, how did I not really know about it? Right? Back in the day when Mm -hmm. it was happening. Yes. So he then goes on to work with um, 
producers of um, like 303, um, like just like he even performed at Warp Tour. Really? Yes, it is like the weirdest thing. I have to then, like search those videos for it because yeah. that sounds really funny. He planned to do a North American headlining concert tour titled "I'm Cold, Keep Me Warm, Bitch." <laughs> Um, for two weeks, but he had, he didn't due to personal things that have gotten out of his hands. So it was canceled. <sighs> then he was going to be embarking on his Too Drunk to Fuck 2010 World Tour. Um, Doesn't he say how he never drinks, though? Yeah, I remember, like, yes. Maybe he did back then, though. Maybe, I don't know, dude. Um, I'm also going to be getting into a lot of, like, the controversies like i'm down outlining his music career right now mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna get into all the shit that he used, used to say and do okay mm-hmm. um and then he it's gonna be going everywhere and yes that means europe and australia um and then he releases his fifth single called blush Size of Your Boat was released on Star's sixth single. <laughs> the song I'm in Love with a Killer was released in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just... He has so many fucking random songs and things. He does. It's sort of um like how he names his makeup line. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like so then... Things. Let's get into the controversies okay. that are from... 2004 up until 2010. Okay. Um, next week, I'm going to be getting into, like, current. current like, I'll, stuff. I'll be doing that stuff. But th- I just feel like to get a baseline because, yep. yeah. So I found a Reddit um, thread by a user named uh, Lane Loves Lipstick. Reddit knows everything. Reddit knows everything because this person compiled every. Okay. And they even, like, linked videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, um, this person linked a, a video compliment, compilation of Jeffree Star using racial slurs. Um, one video in particularly shows Jeffree violently yelling at a woman walking down the street, calling them the N-word. Um, the footage can be traced back to 2004 or 2006, like around those. Mm-hmm. Jeffree would have been 19 to 21 at this time. Mm-hmm. So... For those people who are like, because there are people who are defending him being like, oh, that was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Again, though, like for Trisha, 10 years ago, you're in your 20s. Yeah. Like you're. You know better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Jeffrey did a skit in 2006 where he made, he and a friend made jokes about using battery acid to lighten a black woman's skin tone. Mm -hmm. Um. He says in the skit, you say black folk cannot wear MAC cosmetics, and then you splash acid in her face. Well, maybe if she wasn't wearing the wrong foundation color, I wouldn't have had to splash no battery acid to lighten her skin tone, girl. So this is like... That's really bad. Right? So this will be all brought up later on. Mm -hmm. So then in 2009, Jeffrey called Tila Tequila a whore in an interview. Mm-hmm. Um, he was asked in his life if his lifestyle would be paused, pull without the internet. To which he replied, "Me and that whore, Tila Tequila, are the ones who that capitalized on it. Her and I used to be friends, but I'm not into people who think they have to be like naked all the time. 
You don't have to pr prostitute yourself to be successful. Um, this that shows that like he doesn't like women. Like this is like the beginning of like Jeffrey showing his colors, and also like Jeffrey has done campaign photos of him being naked, surrounded by people. You know, like he like where's the consistency kind of deal? Right, it's like hypocritical. Yeah. So from Jeffrey's song in 2007, We Want Cunt, it has the N-word, which he mm -hmm. says. And then in 2009, on Warped Tour, Jeffrey roasted his fans and told one of them that they look like they have autism. And they, he also threatens to kill an entire group of people. What? Yeah. In 2009, um, Jeffrey called a fan of his fat. <laughs> He's on coming. Yes. Um, so in 2012, while performing, a fan grabbed Jeffrey's crotch and he retaliated by grabbing her hair, paraded her in front of the in entire audience, having her kicked out. But in 2009, Jeff, uh, a video shows Jeffrey grabbing the crotch of another man, Stephen Spence, who appears uncomfortable and immediately recoils. Okay, so in 2010, here are some quotes. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey admits to tasing a guy who poured water on him. Then when drawn comparisons between Jeffrey and Pink, the singer that we mm -hmm. know, um, they're compared because of the color of their hair. Mm -hmm. Jeffrey says that he doesn't look like her because he doesn't look like a fucking dirty lesbian. Later in the interview, he says, I don't hang out with gay people, really. Most gay guys are like women. They're fucking annoying. There's so much drama and cattiness. I stick with the bros. Then he goes I on to say... I stick with the bros. I yes. can't believe he just said that. Later he goes on to say, I'm all about business. Usually, but of course, I like to go out and have fun. The other night, I punched a girl and threw drinks everywhere. That's what happens if people are going to talk shit. So, like, a lot of his attacks are just on women. And, like, yeah. black women specifically. Mm -hmm. I feel like so he's then, trying to create this, like, persona about himself that he's some... Like scary, vicious guy. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but now he he has nothing but love for black women. He respects yeah, them and all this shit. How you change super? Yeah. So then, in 2010, um, he tweeted. Uh, he was talking twenty. He was 24. In the tweet, he's talking inappropriately about Justin Bieber, 16. Shortly after this tweet resurfaced, Jeffrey then deleted over a thousand tweets. He says in a um, in a video, if people tried to drag up the same thing every six months, you'd delete it too. Mm -hmm. um, and then in 2012, which is the last thing I'll be talking about, Jeffrey mocks people with disabilities. Someone tweeted to him, fighting online is like competing with the Special Olympics, which he quote tweeted and added, ha, retweet. So... Ugh, it's everything yes. so bad. Just so bad. Yeah, and then... Remember, we talked about it in the first couple of episodes, I think, mm -hmm. um, how recently things have come out that in 2009, he um, tased a homeless man, a homeless boy. He and, did? Yeah, remember, we talked about it. And it was because they, that boy wouldn't perform sexual activities on him. So then he tased him. And I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. 
Five people told Insider that in 2009, Starr used a taser on a homeless teen who had rejected his affections in a movie theater. That teen later stayed the night in Starr's apartment and told Insider that Starr gave him an Ambien until he was intoxicated and forcibly performed oral sex on him without his consent. Mm -hmm. Several people and and publicly available internet posts corroborate key components of the former homeless teen's account. Um, Yes. I don't like that. Yeah. And then... um, allegedly he gave he paid ten thousand dollars to two people so they would stay silent all that stuff it's so crazy to know what uh, jeffree star says about these types of issues now compared yeah. to what he actually did in the past mm-hmm. because i don't know if i'll get in it ten in next week's because he talks about james charles being this way yeah being a predator i think that's dramageddon too right or is that dramageddon one i can't remember i don't know i wasn't i don't really know a lot about that yes we'll get into it it's coming it's coming it's coming but that was good like it's a good baseline yeah because there's a lot of stuff that goes into it and i think Mm -hmm. a lot of his actions now are rooted of yes i think it's important to know that he has been famous coming on like two decades now Mm -hmm. and he talks a lot about how um he was homeless which the only things i could find about him being homeless was in the shane Dawson documentary about him and I didn't want to go back and rewatch it because I don't like Shane Dawson and I don't want to give him the view. Yeah. And I don't like Jeffree Star. Mm. And like I can't I looked up Jeffree Star homeless and the only things I can find were about him tasing the man the boy. Right. Interesting. But like I can't f- not that I'm saying that his word doesn't mean anything. It's just yeah. like there's nothing else on it. There's nothing else on it. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That was really good. That was really, I'm really excited to hear the rest. Too. Yes. Next week, it'll be a whole way more exciting. Yeah. It was good. It's crazy. Right? But, um, yeah. Thank you guys for watching this episode. Where can they find you on socials, Caroline? At Caroline J. Campos on Instagram. You can follow me at Emily Liz Fink on Instagram mm-hmm. and follow us at Not So Famous Pod on Instagram. Don't forget to give us a review. Please. And or comment on the Instagram post. Tell us yeah. what you hear. If we missed anything, mm-hmm. let us know. Let us know. I hope y'all had a, a good Thanksgiving or yeah. not. I hope you just had a good Thursday if you don't yeah. celebrate. But yeah, catch y'all on the flip side. Catch y'all on the flip side. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.